Are you accepting it? No, of course no. not. Rubbish. The government is not accepting it. Welcome to Two Grumpy Hacks, the podcast. I'm Malcolm Farr, and of course, we're with Dennis Atkins. And this is the year of the fire hose of falsehood. Yes, this is episode 26 of Two Grumpy Hacks for uh, this year. Now, the day we're recording this, it's Tuesday the 23rd, it is also the third anniversary of Scott Morrison becoming Prime Minister. And I'm sure that were it not for the bad weather and the Canberra lockdown, there'd be street parties already going on celebrating this momentous occasion. But uh, it's an interesting time to look at Scott Morrison's preparations to win a second election. Uh, And he seems to be prepared to use the coronavirus for this. He's strutting around saying, I'm the boss and I'm the man who's going to free Australians from lockdowns. Uh, This is the sort of posture he's taking, isn't it, Dennis? Yes, it is. And he's saying that that he's the the man with the plan. Um, And his plan is, well, we all thought it was a plan uh, devised, um, commissioned and endorsed by National Cabinet. But... um, Scott Morrison is now saying that it's that it's his plan. You know, he, he said that on on television this morning. He was uh, quizzed about it, and, and he sort of corrected himself, and he, he sort of said, "Oh well, that's actually our plan." Um, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, he 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 wants to have ownership of it, and he wants to make sure that everyone agrees with him that it is indeed a very grand plan, um, and. The interesting thing about Scott Morrison, uh, I think, is is that you know, he, he always presents things in such absolutes uh, until he doesn't, of course. But 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 when he does, you know, he, he, he what he's presenting is the answer, the solution, the path forward. Um, now he might change his mind completely uh, a few weeks down down the track. Now, look, but, I, I, I just want to interrupt you because haven't we had a number of plans? We, we, we've, had, we, we've had many, many, many plans uh, and not all of them uh, can, can be said to match the ones that came before. Some of them were completely opposite. You know, the, he, he had plans which were in favour of um, locking down uh, communities uh, to suppress the spread of the virus. He had plans which were against that. He had plans which said that schools should be open. He had plans which said that it was okay to close schools. Uh, I could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, over the last 17 months, uh, the, the only plan that he's really stuck with uh, ever since that day in March 2020 uh, is that he's always wanted to go to the footy. Um, and, uh, <laughs> um, uh, unfortunately, he, he wasn't even able to do that uh, when when the uh, restrictions first came into force. Uh, we all remember him saying, I'm off to see the Sharkies play the Rabbitohs. Um, but uh, he soon got talked out of that. Uh, and w- would you believe it? The Rabbitohs won. But it, it, part of his part of his problem has been that he was, as you suggest, so late 
uh, to the game, uh, not the football game, but the uh, the political game, uh, the pandemic match that he's been scrambling ever since to make up ground. And he finally, yeah, as I say, scuff this guy uh, just a little bit and you'll uncover a political motive. And uh, whilst uh, one must accept that he is following the advice from the Doherty Institute on um, a plan um, and he's having a, a, a bit of a Barney with the premiers, there is also this stark element that he wants to use the plan to get re-elected possibly early next year. And look, just go through some of his statements of uh, yesterday's press conference. Um, he said, uh, I think the voice of Australians will be very to this um, plan being accepted. Now, when he says the voice of Australians, he's talking about voters. Uh, and he says there will be those who will, might undermine it for political purposes, therefore p uh, putting people who might question the plan as villains. And uh, after that, he says that Australians will judge them accordingly. Uh, so those same Australians might vote against them. It, it's, you know, very much I'm the boss and I'm going to lead you out of here. It, it, and the language, uh, he also refers to um, those freedoms that we all cherish which is very reminiscent of uh, the chants in the, in the capital cities over the weekends. Now, uh, Andrew Barr, the ACT chief minister, has referred to alpha male muscling up going on. And, and uh, I think he was, uh, I don't want to verbal the chat, but I think uh, that he was referring in uh, mocking terms to this suddenly resolute uh, prime minister. Uh, is it possible that if... You know, restrictions and lockdowns in particular are uh, lifted over the next couple of months that Scott Morrison can ride that into uh, a second election victory? Well, he can certainly make an attempt. Uh, and I, I think that that is in his mind. I think it's always been in his mind to have an election sooner rather than later. You, you say maybe early next year. I don't think that he has completely dismissed the possibility uh, of having an election uh, before Christmas this year, uh, I think that you know it's it's a it's a very high risk strategy, and the chances of, of even pulling off uh, launching an election campaign uh, are slim, uh, let alone succeeding in one. Uh, I think that it's still in his mind because he he wants to set up a contest between himself as the national leader and the recalcitrant states who, who are going against this great plan, which he says is backed up by modelling by uh, the Doherty Institute. Uh, now, what he doesn't say when he talks about the Doherty Institute modelling, he talks about, you know, 70% vaccinations of the adult population, 80% vaccination of the adult population. But he doesn't talk about all the nuances in terms of, this needs to be backed up by effective uh, testing, tracing, uh, quarantine, and so on. Uh, and and the the modelling actually says if you haven't got that, then you know any no level of, of vaccination is going to get you through uh, 
very high levels of, of virus infection. So you know, but he doesn't talk about that because that 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 sort of complicates his message. Well, that's that's, but, but, that's the big danger that he's he's tending to oversimplify things. Uh, so in the minds of some who listen to him, they'll think, oh, we hit eighty percent, and uh, you beauty, all the front bars can be jammed with drinkers again. We can invite forty people over for a barbecue. It's not that simple, and the Doherty modelling uh, makes that quite clear. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it is interesting that, that you know that that uh, you, know, you mentioned that that he thinks he's got the Australian public on his side because in one of his interviews today uh, on morning television, he actually cited some numbers. He said that uh, seven and eight out of ten Australians have made it very clear that they want to move forward and then brackets with my plan, end brackets. Uh, uh, now, he didn't pluck that number out of the air. He, no. I, 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 he's got that number from his own polling. Uh, now, the question, of course, is, you know, is that just the answer to a very simple question uh, of do you support a plan to get out of the current series of lockdowns now if someone asked me that i'd say yes i do yeah <laughs> <Yes, of course. laughs> um, you know, uh, but you know let's go through the detail and and if there are holes in the detail then that number might drop away a bit from seven and eight out of ten um but uh, yeah can, can i uh test your uh, pop culture knowledge uh, malcolm um uh, have you ever seen the movie the crudes um uh, no <laughs> Well, I hadn't either, and I hadn't heard of it till this morning, and uh, uh, Scott Morrison talked about it on morning television. It's an animated Hollywood film made by DreamWorks, the Steven Spielberg operation, uh, where a family uh, go through a series of horrendous natural disasters and they retreat to a cave, would you believe? And they, uh, they live in this cave uh, and they don't want to come out of the cave um, because they're quite happy being in there. Uh, just for uh, completeness, the, the Croods are a family made up of Krug, Eat, Uga, Thunk, Sandy and Gran. Oh, catchy. Yeah, yeah. Line up the cabinet and work out who's who. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, they, they, they then get into a big fight and, and finally the young girl... Uh, I'm not sure which one, but it is. Uh, I think it might be Eep. Uh, she she says that uh, she has seen the light and she's found that life outside the cave is actually not that bad and she leads everyone out out to the cave because we can't go on forever living in the cave. Is now, that the inspiration for his reference to uh, leaving the cave uh, on Monday? Is well, that where it came from? Well, it, 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 I don't, we don't know because it, we, we didn't hear about the movie until after we heard about the cave. Mm. So maybe, maybe the, the movie came from trying to sort of give substance to the cave analogy or, or, or maybe uh, it, it was a planned sort of rollout of uh, cave first, movie second. Anyway, uh, I think we'll be hearing more about the crudes. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I watched a bit of it on YouTube this morning, and um, uh, I think all the TV uh, channels will be playing some of it and using it as as sort of animation to uh, give life to um, the prime minister's imagery. And he loves that sort of thing, doesn't he? 
He does. He, he likes it as much as he likes slogans. So, so look, I, I think it's it's a good lockdown game to uh, uh, allocate uh, crude family members with cabinet members. I, I think that'll uh, occupy people for a long time. Now, on to something also very serious, which is uh, events in Afghanistan and Australia's response to the violence and chaos uh, of the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, I had a view almost immediately when Scott Morrison had press conferences about what was going on in Afghanistan that he had no idea. He, he was obviously confused and discombobulated and uh, uh, he, he didn't have the sort of strong language that he usually um, uh, drags up uh, for, for major issues. Um, it, it would seem that whilst uh, the US decision to pull out was has been disastrous, that Australia was uh, not in the loop on it. And, uh, and, you know, the Prime Minister today has said that something like 1,700 people have uh, been evacuated by Australian uh, uh, resources. Uh, it, there still was a lot more that could have been done a lot earlier, uh, and we didn't do it. Uh, as I say, there's so much chaos there, it's very difficult to, with any certainty, apportion a um, blame in terms of reaction. But we, we were a bit late to the party, weren't we? Absolutely, uh, yes. I think you're quite right in sort of picking up on the fact that when Scott Morrison first started talking about this, when uh, the Taliban overran um, uh, Afghanistan and Kabul, um, you know, just uh, days, uh, you know, um, uh, after the Americans left and three weeks before the official day of America's departure, in fact, um, you know, he, he, he really didn't have any idea uh, what this was all about, what was going on and what he should say about it. And I think that was captured by a, a word he kept repeating. He kept saying things in Afghanistan are very complicated. And then he would broaden that and say, it's a very complicated world out there. Things uh, are complicated, you know. Sort of, and, the philosopher you know, king, yeah. Yes, you know, it's sort of complexity emerges. Oh, my God, <laughs> what yeah. am I going to do about it? I'm only the prime minister. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, you know he, he had absolutely no idea. And he's given no clear, um, you know, rationale for why we were there, whether or not we actually achieved anything other than to blandly say, was it worth it? Yes, it was. Well, no, I'm sorry, Prime Minister. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, was in a losing war from the moment George Bush and John Howard and uh, Tony Blair and, and NATO allies sent troops in there. Uh, and we've been there for 20 years. It's been a costly uh, exercise in both personnel and and money uh and and we have nothing really to be proud of uh, uh, the, the scott morrison did uh salute at some length the the troops we sent there including the 41 who died and uh defense minister dutton read out their names which was uh, uh a, a moving and appropriate uh recognition of them uh in parliament um but uh, yeah 
forgive me for you know one of my more adorable flaws is my uh, ultra cynicism. Uh, it, it, one does get the impression that the prime minister is uh, is doing that in part to uh, to distract from uh, the other issue, which is uh, as you say, uh, should we have been there and shouldn't we have uh, uh, extricated ourselves uh, a lot more um, efficiently? Uh, in the broader sense. Will Afghanistan mean the end of Australia joining the United States and all these um, you know, military uh, expeditions, whether it's Vietnam, Iraq, uh, obviously Afghanistan or, or elsewhere? Have, have, have politicians and, and, more importantly, voters suddenly realised, hang on, none of this has worked out particularly well for us. Uh, let's not do it again. Uh, is that a... Um, a recognition of the the problem that might uh, come out of this Afghani Afghanistan um, debacle. Well, it, it may well sort of just be forced on us by circumstance. I think that you know the American people. Uh, it was pointed out in the last twenty four hours on one of the American TV shows I was watching. You know, ten years ago, eighty over eighty percent of Americans. Uh, thought that the mission in Afghanistan was completely fruitless. Uh, and the person who was making this remark said, you know, the American people were, were 10 years ahead of uh, uh, official opinion in Washington. Uh, the American people are not going to readily support any uh, incursion, any sort of um, foreign intervention by American troops around the world unless there is a direct threat to the homeland. Uh, so, you know, um, I think that it, it's, no, um, uh, it's no coincidence that, that uh, um, Beijing is sending messages out to Taiwan and to Hong Kong at the moment telling them, look, you can't trust America. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that America's role in the world has been diminished by what's happened. And I think as a result of that, Australia playing, uh, you know, sort of second fiddle to America in these foreign adventures uh, will also be uh, diminished because of necessity, because I don't think they'll be happening as much as they were in the past. Now, that's probably a good thing uh, in in terms of, um, our sort of Pavlovian response that we've had to American uh, adventurism, but I think it's a bad thing in terms of uh, international order. Well, we still want America to play a role in our region. Uh, so if, if we can't have a you know a shilling each way, we can't say stop uh, stop intervening in, in the affairs of others. But would you mind looking after us here in in, in our patch? Uh, I think that's a, going to be a, a, that would be a difficult argument to mount. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. And Parliament continu continues to sit this week, and we'll sit next week. Uh, and all sorts of things will come out of it, and we'll be particularly watching uh, this house between uh, uh, Scott Morrison and the Premier's to see comes out on top. Uh, in the meantime, it's uh, goodbye from him. Yeah, it's goodbye from me. And yes, I, can I just add to that that point you made there, Malcolm? Because Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Biden did say that he was one of the reasons why he wanted to pull out of Afghanistan was that he wanted to concentrate on 
the uh, current contest with China, and that is about our region. Um, I think that actually pulling out of Afghanistan uh, as as sensible and as necessary as it was to do, the way it's been done has made his battle with China and his contest with China that much harder. And that's going to make our position in, in, in that, if I may borrow a uh, Scott Morrison phrase, that big complexity a whole lot more difficult. Yes, yes. All right. We shall talk about that later. See you then. Okay. Bye.